Hey there, folks. John here. I'm still processing what the hell Adam did to poor Zeno in this last episode. Maybe Windows 10 forced another update? I don't know. What I do know is that I've come back with another lore segment for you all. This time, we'll be exploring androids and ultimately the Android Abolitionist Front. Now, we have a lot to go over, so turn on, boot up, and jack in as we dig into it. Starting off, synthetic humanoids have been around for some time, more time than some of you'd imagine. Without getting too deep on that matter, android technology is presumed to have been developed sometime before the gap on Galarian. Sometime after the gap, the highly sought-after process of android creation was finally cracked by various corporations, which subsequently gave rise to mass-produced, cheap, skilled synthetics that were considered well-suited for hazardous environments no organic could tolerate. Think environments where tissue sloughs off in heaps like Bertheda's noxious death moons, Thys and Veros. Its abundance of raw materials kept corporations hungry for profit, and of course, profit must flow. Now, not all were designed for menial labor, though. Some were kept as companions whose neural networks were modified with more breadth of personality and less artificial vestiges of their construction. It's likely this abuse and humiliation lasted for over 100 years post-gap until the spark of emancipation flickered alight with the Thist Rebellion which led to revolt system-wide and culminated in a pivotal speech called the Automaton's Polemic, given by android revolutionary Surfeus VI. This speech reverberated throughout the Pact Worlds, who would proclaim a system-wide official acknowledgement towards all androids as independent citizens. Afterwards, a mass exodus took place. The curious would head to Absalom Station, the homesick to the machine planet of Avalon, and the brave would try their luck in the diaspora, all of which dreamed of a fresh new start, freed from the harshness of slavery. Of course, if that's where it ended, with all androids being recognized and saris all around, then there wouldn't be an android abolitionist front, would there? Instead, corporations did what corporations do crafted illegal android slaves, or deemed androids straight from the foundry as corporate property until they could pay the sum of their expenses owed to the company for their creation. Now, the stewards, with the new peoples to protect, do their best to stay informed of any illegal android crashes or black market android trafficking, but deep space raider ships, black ops corporate research stations, and penny-pinching colonists still skirt by unnoticed. In those places where the unnoticed fall through the cracks, the Android Abolitionist Front is planning their next operation. A dedicated underground task force whose purpose is to uproot and disrupt android slavery, the AAF is comprised of informants, mercenaries, possibly even diplomats and stewards. Through time and experience, they've rescued many androids from indentured servitude, as well as members of other races, some of which have even joined the ranks of the AAF to where formerly a strictly android faction has since become a mixed bag of species, all devoted to the cause. Those who've proven themselves to the cause often identify themselves through code word activated tattoos that authenticate others against an anonymous database. Due to the dangers they face, the AAF's Leadership Council, the Ex Novo, 
has organized the faction into cells to ensure any member only knows a few others to avoid compromising the whole group. It's unknown where the Leadership Council actually operates, but many believe somewhere in the diaspora. That being said, while everyone is committed to the cause, not everyone follows the same principles. Some may pursue a diplomatic approach, while others prefer violent retribution. Some may only take action against true slavery, whereas others attempt to take action against any prejudice against synthetic beings. This unity through disharmony only stokes some of the more aggressive outliers of the faction. Within the ranks are those that believe that if you cannot truly determine whether an advanced machine is cognizant or simply carrying out programming, that machine is imbued the same rights as a free android and must be liberated, despite any legalizations or definitions to the articles in question, be it robots or ship AIs. This is often performed with provocation or outright violence, which more so hinders the cause of the AAF than further it. Now, to bring this to a close, a point that I'd like to praise Paizo on is the android abolitionist archetype found in the character operations manual. This allows players to focus on very specific character concepts when the choices of class and theme alone don't quite match up to their visions. While any class is acceptable, the archetype feels geared towards the subtle arts of infiltration, manipulation, and protection. Again, I want to thank Paizo for all their creative content, the fans that make this game possible, Roll20 for their support, and of course, our dear listeners, of which none of this would be possible without your support. With all that out of the way, let's see how the crew handles the latest turn of events in episode 56, Rune Base Zappa. I don't know if you all know this about me. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But I love music. Nuh-uh. Yeah, no, I, I no really way. do. Okay. I know I, I, know I come off as a little Get bit of a, a little stick in the mud when it comes to music. A little bit of CCR and stuff, I'm guessing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with CCR. Anytime no, you mention no, music, it's just not. everything to me is just a little bit fishy. Get out of here. <laughs> you, he's, already he's, ruined my, you just like ruined my whole bit. Like, <laughs> You're welcome. Please, sir, continue. I'd say he's in rare form, but it's not rare. <laughs> <laughs> Normal. I, I, I just want to talk about it a little bit. What are y'all listening to? What's, 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 what's y'all jamming these days? Right, uh, we'll start with Emily. Are you still doing Nightwish? Is that still your main go-to? We we haven't talked about it in a while since the Great Nightwish incident. You know, to be to be to completely honest, I don't necessarily like listen to them 
they're not my go-to band. Like, Why? I they're love the them. the most famous band in America. Wow. <laughs> so, so we'll put a pin world. in that. We'll put a pin in that. Um, what you listening to, Emily? What's up? Yeah. What you What you got? Um. So I've been writing some stuff for the Hacky Sack Heroes. So I'm getting in the mindset. So I've been. Li- <laughs> There's this one song that I kind of listen to on repeat. It's called like we get we get light we get lifted. Uh, it's by like the the Beatards or something. I don't know how they say their name. Well, but- listen. There's it's- a reason why I started with you. Uh, <laughs> set the bar low for everybody else. Uh, I got you. I got yeah, you. I appreciate that. I have no idea what you're talking about, but you definitely need to link this song I'm gonna- to us and, and I guess to the listeners too, because I am curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, this is in no means in any order from this point on. I just want to start with Emily to get that out of the way. Uh, Josh, <laughs> what you listening to these days? You know, as much shit as I give you, we do have some pretty good crossover musical taste. So, what we, you got? We we do. Uh, but I've been listening to a couple new bands. Uh, I think I've probably posted them in uh, Discord, maybe already. But the Dead Pirates and okay. Bess, they're kind of like a more garage rock sounding thing, like Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. Um, both of which have incredibly well done like rubber hose style animation it's probably the same animator it's exactly the same style um video or music videos on youtube and i've also been listening to a uh kind of country blues uh group called larkin poe oh uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 what's up they are like I, I just came across them not long ago, and they've just been killing it from what I've heard. Like their their live stuff is phenomenal. Well, that's good. And well, kind of crossing my fingers, hoping to go see them. Uh, probably about when this episode comes out, actually. Okay, awesome, good stuff. Well, what about you, Zach? Dude, so I just found out a few days ago that a week or two ago, uh, some friends of mine, New Orleans band. The Revivalist uh, recorded a live album at Muscle Shoals that hit Spotify. It's really good. It's really bluesy, soulful versions of some of their songs. I've had that on repeat the past couple of days. They're, uh, the Revivalists are playing around here in a couple a couple weeks. They'll be all around town here for Jazz Fest and stuff they will. like that. So, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Man, their, their success has been wild to me because we used to just, we'd watch them in little dive bars in Hattiesburg. They used to sleep on, when me and Zach lived together, sleep on the floor in our house. Like, yeah. they're huge now. They're <laughs> yeah, they really massive. blow up. Uh, well, Heath, what are you listening to these days? I, I got a few things for you, okay? But first, there's the obligatory Wolfpack Live at Madison Square Garden. Of course, has just yes, been course, my yes, yes. soundtrack for weeks. I, I can't get away from it. But also, I'm still on that Sturgill Simpson, uh, every single album. That um, new one is good, though, man. The new one is good. They're all good. They're all good. Zach like, only it likes may not the be your jam. But, I know, because it's not the country one, but it's like, they're all good. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love all the Sturgill Simpson stuff. I just, like, I'll come into the house after Hard Day and just be like, I just got my Alexa set up, so I'll be like, ooh, I better be quiet. It's in here. <laughs> uh, but I'll be like, uh, yeah, listening. just play, play some Sturgill Simpson for me. And it usually is that new album. But I've also... I'm it's still- good. It is really good. 
Yeah, it is. But I'm also on that uh, Anderson Pack still. Nice. And uh, I, the the oddball is I've been going back and listening to some Leon Russell. Man, like oh, I love okay. that dude. He did some like uh, a really good cover of "Hard Rain's Gonna Fall" by Bob Dylan. But he was just a cool like it's a harder rain. Head. Is it gonna fall? A hard rain's yeah. gonna fall. Is, yeah, is it gonna fall? Is it gonna fall? But he's got a lot of good stuff. I, I, he's like a a throwback that I've been back on lately. I love that dude. He's got a, so, a weird voice that can be off putting to people though. So Heath, is that the newer Sturgill Simpson you're talking about? Is that the one that has a uh, the animation? Anime? Yeah, on, yeah uh, dude, well, that's that's how I turned yeah. Zach onto Sturgill. <laughs> okay. Finally, I texted him. I said, "Hey, dude, you should check out that new Sturgill Simpson anime." And he said, "What, <laughs> the, what the fuck are you dude, talking good. about?" <laughs> dude, really cool. uh, wait, what? That's I said. That is not a sentence I ever thought that I would see written out. Twenty twenty, baby, uh, John. What well, are you listening to? Well, I mean, uh, actually living with Heath, I mean, yeah, I'm listening to that Wolfpack too. So it's just kind of like back and forth on my drives. I've also been listening to um, a little bit of King Gizzard and uh, Lizard Wizard. Yeah, baby. Um, so it's been back and forth between their latest album, Fishing for Fishies. It's a little bit more bluesy. Uh, that's not their latest one. They have the newer one come come out the uh, the one with the rat the rat infestation or something like that. It's like they're all metal one. No uh, shit. Okay, well, I'm, gonna have, to, I'm gonna have to jump on that one. Four days. Yeah, yeah, dude. Seriously, yeah, that's why I can't up? remember it. They've had they've, they've got like twenty albums in the band for five years. You know, like it's ridiculous. And then it's also Nonagon Infinity. That one's always going to be fucking great. And then there's um, yeah. also uh, just uh, some cyberpunk like. Radio mix that I've, I've just been listening to, kind of synth wave and nice electro. Nice, hell yeah! I dude. want, I want to try and and redeem myself a little bit. I've also been, I've also been listening to kind of alternating between Above and Beyond and uh, Gunship. Hell yeah! So I'm all about that. that Above and Beyond. You know that though. Yeah, he was. Uh, Josh was the one that turned me on to the that, and I really like it. They're good. They're good yeah. stuff. If if any of you guys like uh, the kind of traditional Euro trance or like house music, they are second to none in my opinion. They're world class. Hmm. They're good stuff. I like it in my ears. Oh, I got. I'm sorry. I got one more thing. <clears throat> it's uh, Justice. They're uh, space opera. Oh, dude, uh, I like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Noise. Um. Well, I've been listening to Andrew Bird, his new album called My Finest Work Yet, and I have to agree with him. <laughs> it is his finest work. That's a yeah, bold statement to make, you know. It, when it you is. know, you know. It, yeah, but he was right. Like, there's <laughs> magic on that album. From from top to bottom, that album is incredible. Lots of ground covered, and I'm actually going to see him in a couple weeks with his new band, and I'm really looking forward to that. Hell yeah. You know, um, I haven't. But, yeah, I haven't actually listened to any of his stuff. Send me a playlist or something. I will. I will. Uh, it's good stuff. The guy can do some amazing things with the violin. This has nothing to do with what we're doing in the game, but I just kind of wanted to. I mean, I love music. It feels and, good. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And I just wanted to kind of see what y'all were listening to. We haven't talked about it on the show in quite some time, and. Um, it's an important thing to me. So thank you for all of your recommendations. Uh, we'll check them out. But we have an asteroid space lab to, <laughs> to deal with. Uh, but, but really, 
kind of before that, we have Zeno's convulsion. Yeah, I've fallen out of warranty. Um, Yeah, you forgot to get your preventive maintenance done, and now you're struggling. (laughs) Oh, no, viruses. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so at the end of last episode, you were able to kind of wipe up the welcoming party, as it were. Um, And you have one of the... These are called Aslanti Rune Wardens. And you have one of them... uh, He's on his knees. He's strapped his weapon, asking for mercy. But before you could even deal with that, Zeno did convulse. And he had this crazy vision in his mind of just purple light envisioning or encapsulating. Like, he saw himself, like, in all, like, stages of his life. And then, like, multiple versions. It's kind of one of those things where... Uh, I think it was mentioned on, on our Discord not too long ago, but ego death, right? When you when you have this trip that's so much that, like, your identity breaks from your comprehension and you kind of pull apart and, and you just see yourself in every aspect, in every place. And he had that moment and then he, and he passed out. And that's where we're going to start. So, Oren will rush over to Zeno and perform a medicine check. Is he, like, on the ground still convulsing? Like, what's going he's on? He's no longer convulsing, but he's he's not... He's unconscious. Okay, medicine. 12 on the die, plus 11. 23. 23, so, like, you're looking at it, and, you know, we're running a quick diagnostic of him, just kind of an assessment, and he, like, he looks fine physically. You know, um, no damage done to his circuitry or his biological components. Uh, he just is kind of laying there, there still. Um, Zeno, you have to, do you have detect magic? Uh, pretty sure I do. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So if you, so you know, I would imagine Orin would kind of follow up a, a standard medicine check, seeing that there's no physical things wrong with him definitely running running his hands over doing a detect magic and you see that his cerebral cortex is just surging with magic just like all sorts of different types of magic and that it kind of overloaded his brain what's what's wrong with him what's going on uh i don't know but his brain is spiking with magic activity i I, I don't know. Sedona, is this anything like what what happened to you? Uh, let let me take a look. And she kind of kneels down next to you, Oren, and she um, she puts her hand like on his forehead, and like a tiny little like needle comes out of the tip of her finger, and and just so ever so gently pierces into Zeno's forehead, and she says. He's okay. He's just He's just had a power surge. One one moment. And she like runs she just kind of runs a little diagnostic and Zeno, you recharge. You you wake up. She flips his off switch and flips it back <gasps> yeah, on. Yeah, she turns them off and turns them back on again. Yeah, and during all of that fell hops over the rafters and goes to the uh the room warden that is, you know, has given up and just pushes his rifle 
to the like nape of his neck. Nice. Yeah, you nice. got him. You got him locked down. He's not trying. He's just sitting there. You, you got him under control. Zeno, your eyes pop up. Okay. So the inner eye mechanisms just recovering from going haywire. You know, you can see like this amber circuitry along his body just surge. You know, he's uh, kind of covers himself and he just runs a quick diagnostic on himself as he stands up. All diagnostics return nominal, but what I saw, I could see all realities, all dimensions open to me. <laughs> Doctor Strange, <Mike>. what? <laughs> Mike, Mike walks over to the the guy that's given up and like slaps him in the face and is like, "Did you drug my friend?" No, no, I swear, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I don't. And Zeno just kind of walks over and just kind of puts his hand on Mike's shoulders. No, we must be close. I feel a pull, a surging force as we near it. We must be close to the room drive. Well, I turned back to the, uh, the... What, what were they called? What was their classification? Rune Warden. Rune, Rune Warden. Warden. Rune Warden, yeah. Turn back to him is like, all right, well, you better get talking. Where, where is it? Uh, all right, so before we go into the interrogation, I want to talk a little bit about mechanically what has happened to Zeno. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zeno just experienced his level up. Zeno, you want to tell me what that was? Uh, yeah. So, uh, bottom line is with uh, Zeno at level six. Um, aside from your basic uh, pluses or along your bonus bonus saves and whatnot, he also uh, receives what's called cash capacitor. And what that basically is is that it's an expansion towards the spell cash that all technomancers receive. And for Zeno, um, I've uh, chosen a calm, a, in other words, a uh, character operations manual uh, alternative uh, to that uh, called Hack Capacitor, which grants me the benefits of additional magic hacks for one minute. Now, as far as uh, what they are, I'd rather just reveal them as they come. So, so what it, what it is kind of succinctly is that he has access to magic hacks that he doesn't normally have Correct. because he can tap into different versions of himself and for a minute can give himself access to magical hacks that aren't normally part of his character build accessible. Yeah. So he, it gives him all sorts of versatility and yeah, and even within that, he's taking even more versatility within that. But we'll see that as we go on. But the rune drive has just supercharged Zeno. Yeah, like you can see that amber circuitry just pulsing. Kno- you know. Yeah, he know he knows that you guys are close to it. Like that, the the overwhelming power has has come from his proximity to the rune drive. Now, Mike, you have asked this rune warden to start talking let's talk about what kind of specific questions you're asking well the first thing i said is where is it and referring to the rune drive all right uh roll an intimidation check okay i just took an extra point in that can ziva aid on that please 
Sure. Yeah, and you get a plus yeah. one to it. Spell yeah. two, because he's got the rifle still pushed against his neck. Sure. Mm. Hell yeah. I love interrogation so much. And you're getting that plus one from the downtime activities you did on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah, I fell rolling an eight on the aid, so he fails it. Uh, oh, I definitely aid with a 21. Nice. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 19 total. Okay. Um, so he's like, I, I, I swear, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything really. I, I, what, uh, this rune drive, I don't, I can't, what? Sense motive. I can't, um, um, uh, hold on. I can't imagine this, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just here to, to, to protect the, the, the upper levels of, of, of this facility. Uh, uh, the, the Sardat hasn't told me anything. In fact, he's not telling anybody anything. I, I, I'm not, not, not sure that, that, well, we could all be in trouble. I don't, the Sardat is, is, I don't know what he's doing. Please, please, please don't, please don't kill me. Please. Um, sense motive? Is that? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see here. 20. Is that right? Yeah, 29. Uh, okay. Well, with the 29, you can. You get the sense that. I mean, he looked legitimately puzzled at the mention of the rune drive. However, as he was stammering over the Sardat and his intentions, there might be a little bit more there. Um, you know, that maybe you could sweet talk out of him. Uh, yeah, and she would absolutely uh, attempt a d- diplomacy check. Can mm-hmm. I do the roll before I do the words? Please. Okay. Uh Oh, sweet. Uh, 31. Okay. I mean, you you got, what, say whatever you want, you got it. Yeah, she kind of like hops down off of the, the catwalk and, and comes up and he's like kneeled down. Yeah. Uh, she'll sort of squat in front of him and just kind of be like, Listen, we understand you're just doing your job. You're just doing ours. I know you know a little bit more about... What's going on with this Ardot? Tell us, tell us what's what's happening. He kind of he kind of looks up at you, kind of hopeful, even that 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 maybe you know he's going to get out of this alive. He says, "Yeah, yes, well, uh, of course, yeah." Uh, listen, I could tell you the, at least the general layout of of this floor, and 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 in your question uh, about about Z- Zolon, well. Well, the the Sardat. I mean, I, I can't call him so. Well, he may not be a Sardat longer. Well, what, what, what t- I t- need to t- say today, Junior. What what I mean to say is is that I, I don't think that what Zolon is is doing here is really sanctioned per se uh, by the Aslanti and. I'm pretty sure that if uh, the Empire found out Would it whatever it is back? that he's doing here, that <laughs> that, that we that he would face d- 
interdisciplinary action from from the star imperators and and, and myself too. I listen. I, I a couple of us were even talking about maybe 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 leaving, but the Sardad is a is a powerful and uh, and convincing figure. Uh, and, but I, I really don't. I really don't know what he's doing. I just know he's being awfully cagey about it, and it seems that it could cause a lot of trouble. Real quick to summarize what he said is that rumors suggest that Zolan's enterprises at Arellus are unsanctioned, and that he could face disciplinary actions from the Star Imperators, the leaders of the Atlantis Star Empire, um, for doing whatever it is that he's doing here. Tell me, have any of you reached out to anyone more official in the Empire? Maybe to inquire about old Zolania and his dealings? Or are y'all just too fucking chicken shit to do anything about it and just well, go along like the ants that you are? He, he did just, yeah, out of character, he did just say that, right? That he and a couple of the others were thinking about... They were thinking about leaving. I asked if he'd think about oh, leaving. leaving. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I missed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he says, uh, no, no. I mean, chain of command and all that. That's it's it's quite it's quite improper to to do that. Um, so, so no, but there was a well, there was a high-ranking specialist that arrived here not too too long ago. I don't know much about him, but. A specialist in what field? Uh, in... Well, I guess in in the field of, of tactics, hunting. Uh, High-ranking high um, specialist. Okay, all right. Um, did you happen to see this specialist, or did you just hear about him? Uh... I only saw him when 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 he uh, uh, ar- arrived here in, in Arellos. You're doing uh, uh, you're doing so well. Uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> 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 um, she says, "Does uh, he wear this kind of armor like you, or is it um, a little no. more streamlined?" No, it uh, it is kind of. I think it's more, more, more like, more like, more like his, and he points to Phil. Okay. Oh, all right, and um, tell me a little bit about this place. It seems like you should know more of the layout, perhaps. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm not going to do this in character, just gotcha. so you can actually understand what I'm <laughs> saying here. Uh, but he does. He does. He does. He does. He does give. Give. give uh, no. <laughs> so the layout here is that he tells you that there is another rune warden in the door to the south of Sedona at the base of the stairs. That that goes into the little tower where the artillery laser cannon is, and that there's still a another one of his buddies up there that was controlling the cannon. And then he says the, the double doors that exit to the south at the top of the landing go to the dormitories, the guard dormitories. Uh, 
and the power core of the station. And that once you go down there, there's a long hallway that goes west and ends in like a storage room. Plus, there's some stairs that go up to like flight monitoring, flight control booth. Um, and that there are elevate. There's an elevator, another two elevators. Uh, one by the dormitories that goes down to the scientist dorms, and that there's another elevator that goes down to the labs is the other is the lab elevator by the dorms as well no where is that located uh, uh by the flight control so you gotta go up to get down <laughs> no oh. you gotta go west to get down oh, okay okay i mean yeah you gotta go up like a small flight of stairs but you don't have, yeah you don't have to go back to the surface yeah. and this scientist what all are they working on uh, anything in particular, or just this, the, the uh, rune drive that was mentioned? I, uh, well, well, as I said, I, I, I don't, I don't really n- know anything about the rune drive. Um, I don't. I'm just, I'm just a soldier. I, I don't know what those nerds are working on. What's your, what's your name, soldier? Garand. <laughs> Garand. <laughs> Garant, like Geralt. It's Geralt. No, no, Geralt. Geralt. No, it's Garant. Like, like a grand, like a rifle. Like G A R R G A R. Oh my God. Garant. Garant. I'm really mad. Mad at my parents for. Garant, you're you're making it really, really hard to want to kill you, even though you were just trying to kill us. Well, I don't want what want you to kill me, so I, I guess it, I, it's a good thing, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I walk up and kill him. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> no, 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 oh, not oh. yet. Not um, yet. <laughs> so, so look, like, what do you have any superiors under Zolon? Who's who's your next in in the chain of command before you get to Zolon? Oh well, it's 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 so long. He 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 he's just him. He runs a tight ship, he, eh? Yes. He's keeping things pretty under. Yeah, got it. Yep. What, where where did the specialist come from? Did he say that? Did I miss that? He arrived here not he too long arrived, ago. Arrived, but yeah. they don't know where he came from specifically. No. Obviously, didn't come from the Empire. Came um, from his mother's womb. Oh my god. Um. As he was going to kind of uh, look around at y'all in limited telepathy and going to say, um, anything else? What are we missing? Any other questions we need to extract from him? I have a question. Yes, you know, of course, yes. He's like, what? And before he could even finish, he just kind of comes over to the uh, rune warden and says, tell me, you were meaning to defect, yes? Well... Not, not, not so much defect from from the empire. Long, 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 long live the Azanti star, star Empire. But, where, but, where but would you go? Back to 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 new new new, new 
Thespera, you, you, you know, you wouldn't be able to hide from your brothers. I couldn't hide. Tell me, what do you think of me? Well, what? Well, Am mean, I a machine meat to you? He's kind of just like his eyes are like darting back and forth, like <laughs> and, not really sure how he wants to answer. Uh, uh, well, well, you, 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 you look, you look like you might, might, might be one of one of the one, one, one of the good ones. And oh my so- gosh. <laughs> Zeno uh, places a hand on his cheek, and as his face remains neutral, and nanobots seep out of his fingertips into the Rune Warden's ear. And he just screams as the nanobots mash up his brain, and he falls over dead. <laughs> I will Jesus. gladly take a spell slot for that. What the hell, Zeno? <laughs> oh, come on. You know one of us was going to do it. Zeno just did it a little bit more cleanly. Cleanly. You've been talking to Garen too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you, John, from me, Adam, to you for killing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it. you're going to get stuck on that if you don't stop. Right, right. Uh, So let's talk about this room that you find yourself in a little bit. As I mentioned last episode, there is quite a few crates in here. And there's also the suit of cargo lifter powered armor leaning up against the exposed rock to the north. And of course, there's the, the, the exits... To the south. That's a red herring. Cargo lifter's trash. Phil definitely wants to check t- out the cargo lifter, though. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Roll perception check. All right. I'm sorry, just fell. Yes. Okay. Did a 28. 28. Okay, so Phil, you're looking at it. And, you know. You, you do make the assessment that this is really mostly just used for moving supplies around, right? So it's not really meant to be battle armor. Think of the thing from Alien, right? Yeah, but that killed it's, the fucking it, queen, man. Okay, right. So it has, it, has, it has potential, but it's not designed for that. However, there's a couple things about it that just... I don't know. It, it like kind of tickles a little something in the back of your mind and you don't know what it is but I, I feel like Fell would probably turn to Mike since you guys worked on armor together yeah, yeah. to come come look at it hey uh hey Mike you want to come uh come check this out this can't quite put my finger on it but there's there's something about this thing well this old set of cargo lifting armor yeah yeah just just come come take a look at it with me man all right I do that. I roll perception on that. Or engineering. If you, yeah, I think I'm going to go engineering, engineering Shit, for sure. Yeah, you rather roll engineering. Well, but this, yeah. Can he aid me in engineering since I'm rolling it? Sure. All yeah. right. Remember, you get a plus one to it. Yep, I don't think I need it. Definitely don't need Ooh, it. That's, pre- you that's get? pretty good. 
I got a Josh. What'd you get? Uh, seventeen plus seventeen. All right, so that's an eight. Thirty-four. Jesus eight. Okay. Christ! <laughs> uh, I got seventeen on the die plus seven. So uh, what? Twenty. Twenty-six Six. total. Yep. Yeah. Because twenty-four with your bonus, and then plus two. All right. So Mike, you're looking at it, and you're like, "What? You know, what is this?" But you really, you know, Fell Fell seems pretty insistent that there's something that he can't quite put his finger on, and he really wants you to take a look at it. And as you're looking at this armor, you start looking at the joints of it. And you start looking at kind of the design of it. And you start to notice some aspects of the design of this armor that are familiar to you. Like some, this looks like armor that it has some of the signature things that you would put into your armor. Like, like Vesk stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's got the, like, the, the hexagon type style in between joints? Okay. Like Vesk type stuff or his family type stuff? Oh. I hadn't thought about that. Alright, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with what we know. Uh, this... And, and I, I kind of lean in and point between, like, you know, the shoulder joint and the knee joint and, and uh, you know, around the edges. And I'm like, look, this is quite odd. This is just some old cargo lifter armor, but this is... Look look at my armor. And I show him in the joints of my armor is the same, like, hexagonal, like, kind of membrane. That's, like, that's uncanny, Mike. Yeah, and it's on it's on uh, Zeno's armor too, because that's how I know how to make armor. Either, either a Vesk was involved with this, or someone who knew Vesk engineering styles, right? I mean, yeah, because I hadn't seen anything outside of it. It's been so long. I know you you've been working on yours, but I guess that's what you know struck my memory but huh huh well I mean th- okay can we, can we pause for a second <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say is there some kind of fucking check that somebody can roll to put That's the what I'm fucking thinking. pieces together like, like a culture check I, I mean, feel or, like or I as a player put the pieces together but yeah I mean um, the reason I wanted to pause is because I think logically <laughs> That would get Mike thinking about how his dad was taken by the Islanti. And he's assumed his dad was pro- had probably died by now, you know, or whatever. He kind of put him out of his mind. He's always been in the back of his mind. But that, that kind of jars him a little bit. But he's not going to, like, outwardly, like, openly say, like... Oh God! This. I hope it's my dad. You know, I mean, is it is it that is it that distinctive that I would recognize it as his specific workings? You know, right? Like the exact styling that I do, as opposed to just like what the general Vesk engineer would do. And maybe even if it is, uh, I don't know. Maybe Mike specifically doesn't want to make that connection because he doesn't want that. The hope, you know, that potential. Yeah, I think there's definitely an element of that. He doesn't want to get his hopes up and then have it not be true. But if it is, I mean, and he's still alive and he's here, 
I mean, that's going to change his priority system drastically, <laughs> you know? Mm. Or, Adam, is all of this just a connection it's that just, I put together that's It's just him bullshit. fucking with us. But now we've got it in our brains. So there it's it is. It's got a signature that says from here. people. Okay, so, so unpause. Like, yeah, like, this is quite odd. It's, I don't think that the Islanti would have very many, you know, Visk working on their equipment unless they captured them, made them work for them like they did. Okay. I mean, it's, like they did my it's dear also, old dad. <laughs> it's, it's also possible, though, that that like they saw how effective the armor is and just you know used it, yeah, use that method. Maybe so. Oh no, I have to think about it. But if if there's a chance that somehow all these years my pops has survived and happens to be here, we got to get him out of here, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, what are the chances, right? That's that's kind of where I'm at. Look, what's the chances? But Z- we'll keep Z- going to look over and be like, "Do you remember what happened in the drift?" I wouldn't put anything past chance. Oh shit! Yeah, that was Part solid. Of the right fucking there, yeah. lab was in the drift. Oh my god, that was solid. God, Adam's gonna find a way to break my fucking heart. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. You've known him long enough. Yeah. So. <laughs> Look, anyway, look, that, thank you for bringing this to my attention. I've got a lot to think about, but we can't get lost in the moment. we got a, we got a job to do. Can, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. ask you this. Can I sense motive to see if Mike knows that it's his father's work? Is that a thing that's possible? Mike doesn't know anything. Okay. But, I mean, like, he's got an idea. He's got but an idea. I didn't roll high I, enough I don't, to know I don't for think, sure. I, I don't think that there's any reason for you to roll that sense motive check. Okay. I think it's probably all on the surface, for the most part. What he what, what I'm telling what I'm telling you is that this is very specifically Vesk design. Okay. And that that it's high quality, and that it it has certain markings that suggest as much. Yeah. And that it's very similar to the style of my own armor that I've created, you know? Correct. Adam, on the off chance that I fucking nailed it, which I kind of think I did, <laughs> on the off chance I did, I'm going to keep a, uh, an inspiration slot open for oh when God. you're ready to give it to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you just blew it. Yeah. <laughs> right there. You're, you're blowing, you're blowing it. You're fucking blowing it. You're fucking blowing it. Okay, well, look, let's, let's, let's carry on. Shall we? Zeno, good murder. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> just really, just tactical nod. Yeah. It's a plus one to that nod. No, it's not. He didn't coordinate his training with me. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Good half. All right, so, so where now, guys? Well, oh. quick question um, about uh, the body and, and looting the body, and also could oh, we take a correct. Could we take a 10? Isn't there, uh, like, a guard still alive in the next room? That's, that you, that's guard, the next thing. It had. We definitely need to get the guard on the, the guns, the turret, right? Mm-hmm. That was an automated turret. No, they, they just yeah, said there too. was a guard oh, operating oh. the turret. Sorry, disregard. Uh, All right, yeah. so let's just rush that room. Like, let's go. Yeah, well, and I think, I think now, with the, the prospect of this being a thing, like, Mike would, yeah, just fucking... 
Let's let's get this done as quickly as Oren, we can. Oren's right behind Mike. Zeno's going to pick up two of those rifles. Don't care. Uh, okay. Yeah. So can we? The, what the, if we breach yeah, the door? you guys have time. You definitely have time to like collect some things if you want, or at least see if there's something you want to collect. So, okay. but I'll tell you. But the flame thrower. Yeah, what there is, it's a flame rifle oh. with a tank with eighteen petrol in each tank. And those are long arms, not heavy weapons. Correct. Okay. Are they um, one bulk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for fire rifles, yeah, I believe they're one bulk. I'll take one if if one's available. Should be three here. here. All right. So flame rifles are bulk one. They're a level two item. They have a capacity of twenty petrol. They do one d six fire damage. Um. They have a range of 25 feet, and they have the line and unwieldy property. Okay. Ugh, um, unwieldy. Damn. And there's three of them? How many are there? There are three of them, yes. All right. Who and wants And then one? There's, one fla- there's one flash grenade. That's Fel, right? Yeah, yeah. Fel's going to take the grenade and one of the rifles. And then the armor they're wearing, I'm not sure if it's any better than the armor that you guys are wearing, but they all have hidden soldier armor mm-hmm. and tactical pikes. Ziva can't carry anything else unless it's. I, I can I'll carry them. one. I can carry a gun. APA gets some flame well, guns. Actually, actually, uh, Zeno like kind of holds up a uh, flame rifle over to Oren. Do you still want to use an analog weapon? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I can carry that for you if you need it, though. Uh, no, so so the thing about this specific one is that it actually is an analog weapon. Yep. It's uh, petrol in a tank that shoots out fire. Yeah, There's nothing not... tech about it. Hmm. Yep. All right, Aaron just grabs the rifle and slings it over his shoulder. Yeah, we we'll see. As we're... My <laughs> man. <laughs> My uh, man. <laughs> as we're kind of looking at the rifles and be like, what if we just, like, open the doors and just, like, blow a bunch of fucking fire? <laughs> All three of us fire a, a yeah. line of fire? I love it. <laughs> Do it. I love it. Cross I'm the cool streams, take him out to be done with you. Cross well, the, the hallway isn't wide enough, really, for that without without potentially blasting your your allies with that. It's a five foot wide hallway. One goes prone. One yeah. One goes prone. One kneels and one stands up. Right, That's so how you do that. This is, the, this is the door here to the uh, south um, southwest. It's at the bottom of the stairs. That's that's where the rune warden said was the way to the tower. Right. So if that's the room where the next guard is, then we're breaching it. Mike in front, orange right behind him. All right. Put yourselves in position. You're going to need to roll an engineering check to open the door. Okay. Aid me, somebody. Fell's right there. You can do I mean, it. I'm, I'm right there at the door. Can I not just reach over and do it? Uh, if you want Mike to be able to take the shot, he's going to have to be the one to open it. Okay, then yeah, Phil aids. Okay. Phil flashes Mike. <laughs> I mean, if I'm just going to get a test to aid, just, you know, my engineering bonus is plus yeah, 15. You, I'm always yeah, so aid. it's an auto aid, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is great, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll be a 19 total. That's not enough to wait, open Wait, wait, is an aid a... Plus one or plus, plus two? Plus two. Plus two. Okay, yeah, that's a 19. 
Uh, so if you want to kind of maybe move out of the way, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll, I'll, be I'll tried. I'll you shuffle sw- out. Switch, switch places there. <laughs> and I'll aid you. No, I'm not going to let you aid because you took that. You tried to open it yourself. Well, whatever. I mean, he'll roll a nine. He'll roll a two thousand one of space odyssey. Anyways, get out of here. <laughs> All right, so fell. Switch places with Mike. Yep, scooch on over, Mike. Change places. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just fell. listening to a Larkin Poe song before this called uh, "Mad as a Hatter," so that's fantastic. All right, so roll that engineering check. All right. Oh no. No, no, no. That's a natural one. I got a 16. That's not going to get it either. Fell, like, fiddles with it and just, like, his hands slip and they just, just, mm, he's frustrated with himself. Uh, Zeno, you want to give this a shot? There's no way I can take another chance at it. Nope. Fuck. And what do I need to roll? Fell gets out of the way, head hung in shame. <laughs> An engineering. All right. An engineering. Engineering plus 12, so let's see. 18 plus 12, that's going to be Ooh. a 30. D- exactly. Doesn't get it. It's the check. Exactly. Now 30 what? is exactly the check. Oh my God. And uh, so you disable the lock and it, <laughs> it opens. And you see like a small little room directly in front of you here, Zeno. And. It's like this little five-foot hallway provides access to the secure point. And if you kind of step in, you don't see any guard here, right? Like immediately in front of you. Right, and you can right. kind of see down the hallway that there's like a little like split level, just like two stairs. That goes up to what must be the base of the cannon. And then there's a door closed at the end of this hall. And then the, the hall kind of wraps around and looks like it, there's like a staircase that goes up a little further. And if you, and you can, you would recall from being out on the bridge that there was a second level above the laser. Let's keep it pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep pushing. Yeah. And Mike, Mike, take point. Yep. (laughs) And I just go ahead and move back in position. Fell falls in behind Mike. Or in behind Fell. Protect the squishy boys. So move yourselves in. You know, Mike, you can kind of take the lead there. And you go in. And as I said, now you can kind of get a better picture of what's going on here. Uh, you're, there is no warden in this room. So as you step in, you can see that there is a, um, artillery laser and that you can, you can see that there's some like wires hooked to it that kind of go up into the ceiling of this, which kind of gives you, the idea that this is controlled from the room above. Oh, okay. Okay. Can I cut those wires? <laughs> yeah, I, I like... Uh, roll an engineering check. Okay. <laughs> and everybody can roll, or anybody that has engineering can roll. Uh, all right, going to aid. Ziva but I need y'all to move nails. into the room. All right, 12 plus 4, I've got 16. Okay. It's no good. I wait to aid? Oh, to aid is good. I thought everybody was rolling individually. So, how many people aided? Uh, I aid. I don't have engineering, just, my friend. So that's going to be a plus four okay. to your aid. So that's a... 
28? 28. Yes, that is enough. And you can nice. determine that, yes, you can disconnect the wires, but you also determine that you could disconnect this Corona artillery laser from the mounting and claim it and like take it with you. What? It ta- but that it would take you about a minute to, to detach it. Hold up. That's awesome. So, uh, so guys, uh, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Uh, I can, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect this real quick, but, uh, we can actually take this fucker with us. Drop those fucking flame guns. Pick that son of a bitch up. Well, I mean, <laughs> we're not all going to pick it up, right? <clears throat> we're just going to lug what, it through the next door. So, so what is the reality of doing that? I mean, yeah, like, what's it, takes the a, it, takes a, it takes a minute I'm, to do it. Yeah. And then it's and then it's a it is just a Corona artillery laser. I mostly just mean bulk, like how much does it weigh? The bulk of this is a bulk it's three bulk. Ooh. Um it's a heavy weapon. It's a level six weapon, has forty charges, it deals deals two D eight fire damage as its base, plus whatever Ooh. your your bonuses. It has a range of 120 feet and the special property of penetrating, which means it can go through hardness. Okay. Oh so my god. Here's what I want to do. I'm gonna hand off a flame rifle. Anybody want to hang on to this? Uh, I need to drop some weight. Uh, if, sure, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, if not, I don't give a fuck. That's one d6 of damage. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna uh, hand that off to Zeno. Give him a fist bump, and then uh. I am going to, so if I'm going to take it, I'm going to have to uh, drop the fire rifle and my reaction cannon. Yeah, that's a solid upgrade, my man. Yeah. And we can always grab your reaction cannon on the way out, assuming, you know, don't, don't, we have a minute. Don't think any of you weaklings can carry it round. You know, I mean, you know, this this universe we live in, like, people buy shit for 10% of what it's worth. So. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's so true. That's, that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm down to try this out, man. I've been using the reaction cannon since level one, so. Mm-hmm. Let me upgrade you. I think it's uh, five light levels later. It's uh, high time to, yeah. yeah, try something new, especially a this turret. This is so exciting. Upgrade, so upgrading cool. my arsenal. I got the... The pike instead of the, or the maul instead of the trident, and now the big laser instead of the cannon. I'm cool with it. Okay, so you are dropping the reaction cannon to. Are, now, are you doing this now? Because it does take a minute, and you do know you have that that warden above. Okay, so, so do we want to move ahead or what? I know we're taking a lot of time right now. Uh,. Either we post up here, everybody who's not unmounting the cannon, turn and, like, be prepared to take a shot, to, like, take readied actions if somebody comes down, or we go up and deal with him and then come back, assuming we don't get waylaid I mean, while it, we're up there. It, you know it's you know it's only one, right? Yeah. Question. Let's go clean clean house. Okay, and yes, Zeno. Okay. I was going to say, if aiding would actually uh, make it go by any faster. No. And no. Okay. It would not. All right. Cool. All right. I mean, if you guys want to go take care of that guy, Fell does it, and he'll be up there in literally a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Orm's going to want to keep moving, keep trying to clear these rooms, you know? No, let's do it. Yeah, let's split the party. Yeah. Fell's, no, seriously. Right. Like, Fell's going to yeah, stay so there. Fell and, and is going to work on the on the thing. Anybody want... Uh, Sedona will stay and help Fell. Okay. Okay. Um, who wants to go She'll up and take the out the warden? 
Hey, uh, I'll go up. Hey, yeah, Zeno, bef Zeno, before you go, can you do that thing you did back in Golta and, like, block this door off? Hmm. Let me see. Give me one second. That, that's a spell slot, okay. my guy. Just jam a trident in it. Yeah, why don't we just engineer it? Engineer it closed. You know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, Fel, look, Fel's just asking. He's not privy to the concept of spell slots. He's, he's <laughs> a fucking mechanic. Sedona says, Fel, let them take care of the warden. I've, I, I can help. I, I think we're okay for now. Let's just be quick, and I will watch out for any help and call them if we need it. Does that sound reasonable while you can uh, yeah, detach this? Yeah, that's... That's fine. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna get to work. Everybody, just go do your thing. I'm a, I'll be right there. And Phil right. gets to work. Sounds good. So Mike's gonna go up the stairs. Who's behind Mike? Oren. Ziva. Ziva. Okay, Oren. Then nerd After in the back. That. Sure. And then Zeno. Zeno, yep. are you coming up? Yep. All right. Very good. All right. So Mike, you got another door, another nemesis in front of you. <laughs> they're qu Need you to they're roll quickly rivaling check. desks. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll try that. Um, so, can I ask you a question, though? Do, do we feel sure. like this is going to be like a small, enclosed space, I'm assuming? Yes, yes. Okay, then I'm it's, then no I'm, bigger than, it's no bigger than the space that you were just in. Okay, well, then, I, then I'm going to have my maul out instead, okay. instead of a gun. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, and the, the best engineer is staying downstairs. Uh, so, you know, you, you want to <laughs> help me with this? Uh, I'm asking for an aid. An engineer. Sure. Ziva could trade places with him if need be. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Right. Oh, my bad. Right. I should listen better. Oh, God. All right, so Zeno, roll that engineering. All right. Let's see, plus 12. All right, you're better than me. Why don't you open uh, the damn door? So oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that uh, makes sense. So Zeno opened the door. All right, well, yeah. I rolled a 13. So that's 12 plus 13. That's going to be a 25. Well, I wrote a 13, oh, well, too, so that's a 27. So okay. That's 27. You're able to get this door open. Yay. All right. Just barely, though. Um, and as you do, of course, a readied action. Blaster? A, fire fire yeah, rifle? Fire, fire rifle at Zeno. I block it with telekinesis. No. <laughs> for the 29 to hit for... Six points of damage. Oh, and just like yeah, everybody Zena roll initiative. Oh, it's so yucky. Okay. Oh, nat one. It's gonna be a oh five. It's gonna be a five nat for Orin. Right. Five nat for Orin. Initiative plus four. Okay. Rolled a nineteen. Nineteen. Mike, what'd you get? A seventeen. 17. Okay, not bad. So, Ziva, you get the jump here. Uh, not in time to... That ready to action went off before. Yeah, it's a ready to yeah. action. Yeah. Uh, sorry, had a brain fart. Um, she is... She's gonna charge through because she can't do anything from way back here in the hall, right. so... Yeah. Slip by. Squeezes by. Gets in the room right in its right in this warden's face. She she has enough movement. She's to do that. Yeah. Come over here to get out of the way. Uh, that's going to provoke an opportunity attack. Oh. 
Because you're moving out state- of yeah, because you're moving out of a threatened square, so it's different than five e. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. Can I not do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can just uh, stand right there at the front yeah. of the door. You're gonna have to go back one. Oh, sorry. Oh, because it's any space. It doesn't. Ma- it doesn't yeah. mean move out of threat range. Any right. individual That's where my square. Brain- yeah, yeah, any threatened square provokes an opportunity. That. You know what, though? That being said, you know that this Rune Warden has a ranged weapon, which cannot do opportunity attack. So if you do want to move, you can... She absolutely would do that and would move her full complement to get over Chonder to set up for flanking. An 18 does hit. Oh, shit. Sweet. Um, Okay. Baller. Ooh-wee. I'm sorry. I got really excited. <laughs> she doesn't hit uh, very often. I don't. <laughs> and this is with an inevitable downfall? Yeah, with D10 right. plus 8, so a 4 plus 8. So that's 12 points of damage. Not bad. Boy, Not bad. Okay. Sedona is going to help Fell. <laughs> Zeno, <laughs> you just got hit with this fire blast right in your face. All right. What are you going to do? And Zeno is going to... Yeah, he's going to go ahead and just fire his uh, uh, azimuth laser rifle. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's going to be 16 plus 8. That is 24. That's a hit. All right. And damage... Maybe eight. I mean, eleven. Eleven points of damage. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Fell is taking apart the laser. Mike, you're up. Alrighty. Um. <clears throat> so I'm gonna move past uh, Zeno. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, <laughs> and get in the room. And yeah. Okay. He he can't opportunity attack. Psh, fuck this guy. Uh, I'll move down so somebody else can get in the room if they want to by one square. And I'm going to swing right. on him with my tactical maul. All right. Just hit him right in the face. With a fucking huge it's hammer. It's what I do, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a 14 on the die for a 24. That will hit. Noise. Which will Noise. Yeah. Noise in your noise. 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 Yes. Noise. It's noise of a noise. Uh, okay, so that'll be 16 damage. God damn. Holy crap. Almost dead, like, 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 last Jesus. <laughs> God. Y'all just damn. come in here and wreck this dude. The uh, Rune Warden is going to drop the flame rifle and, as a move action, draw, pull out the tactical pike and is going to attack Mike. With this pike. You won't survive the attempt. 23 to hit. To, to hit what? KAC. Um. <laughs> he misses. Because <laughs> my new armor. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. It's just like. Ding. It's 22 and 24 now, armor. baby. Yeah, you get your first scratch on the armor. Uh. As, it, as he just bounces, his tactical pipe no, bounces off. No, I don't. I lacquered it real good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Oren. 
Uh, so yeah, Orin t- turns the corner. Uh, here's the chaos going on. Uh, he's gonna keep on moving in, and uh, see the warden. He's wobbling, wobbling on his two feet. Okay. Um, anything that I do would provoke an opportunity attack. Well, he's got a ranged weapon, right? You can't. Uh, well, you also have a lightsaber. I'm just saying. Yeah, try that yeah. bad boy out. Orin's not even if about not, that I'll lightsaber. I'll mop it up next time. No, I was just gonna um. Shoot him in he the face. A, like he has you, a melee weapon now. But you can still shoot. He has a melee weapon. Oh shit! Yes. All yeah. right. So um, I still think that Orin would just go ahead and uh, just reach out his hand and shooting stars and take the opportunity attack and just like ping, ping, ping him with some uh, magic missiles. Why'd you even take this Jedi half level? Man, don't you worry about what I'm doing. Man. I just want to see right, a lightsaber so, used in Starfinder. <laughs> so that's going to be an 18 to hit your KAC? That will not, not do it. That will not do it. 19 is my it. KAC. Alright, so... First roll. Yeah. First yeah. roll is a 5 max damage. That on does me. it. That does it. <laughs> Get wrecked, that scrubs. First, first, first of your shooting stars. Just... <laughs> I mean, just blows his face to smithereens, like hits him square in the face. <laughs> I mean, like, and like the blood splatters against the tinted window behind him because this window looks out to the bridge, and it just like brains and blood just splatter against the back, and the, and the rest of the body just falls on its knees and then falls backwards. Dead. I love it. We are going to be waiting on fail to finish because <clears throat> this was what six seconds. Yeah, that was six seconds. <laughs> I like nudge on him like. Good one. Good job. Hey, yeah. by the way, you happen to remember when we came across our first Aeon Guard and how terrifying that was and their new armor, and then now we just come across these with their new armor. Adam, please, like if that's what you're doing. Six seconds. <laughs> He's just lulling He's us gonna into add a false a fucking, like, security. Space dragon or He's something gonna get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you successfully take out the Corona laser uh, operator uh, very quickly, I should say, uh, in six seconds. <laughs> that is to a, be an amazing scene and, to imagine. You know? <laughs> Seriously. And you can see through these windows because it's like one way. So, like when you guys were on the bridge, you could not see in, it just looked like black glass but you can see out from in here that it looks you know so where you are on the map is not accurate it's actually right above where Sedona and Fel are and so those blue panes are actually windows that look out to the bridge and so you can see you can see the bridge extended uh, but you have certainly done the work as it as it were in this and in, in taking out the operating crew of that laser you work your way back downstairs to Sedona and fell and about, you know, 54 <laughs> seconds later, they have <laughs> exactly 54 seconds later. Yeah. They have, um, dismantled the, uh, the, uh, support, the little harness or the turret that the laser was on. And they present you Mike with, and if you want to drag this into your hero lab, what it's going to be called is a Corona artillery laser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he comes down. Uh, you, like, 
present it to me, I'm assuming. And he looks at it, he's like, ooh, this baby's gonna be nice. And he, uh, you know, turns to the like, good job. Uh, that was quick. Um, but... <clears throat> yeah, but you were, you guys were fucking quicker. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> the whole party's firing on all cylinders. And, uh, he, he says, all right, well, I guess I'll have to part ways with this beauty. And he takes his reaction light cannon off, kisses it. And, uh, <clears throat> he's gonna, I want to take out all the ammo. I'm going to leave the the weapon, but I don't want any ammo left in it in case somebody comes across it. Of the the reaction cannon? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Smart bet. That is smart. So I'm going to keep six fucking cannon rounds on me. Uh, And yeah, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll, you know, play around with the, you know, whatever, whatever the gun mechanism is. You've got this like huge, huge laser cannon. Uh, now it doesn't look particularly huge when Mike's holding it. Like when Fell hands it to him, it's like, oh my god! But then like Mike takes it in his huge frame and this huge armor, and it actually looks like it, you know, proportionately correct. And Mike is looking like a fucking beast at this point. This black oh, yeah. gold-trimmed armor with a fucking Corona artillery laser in his arms, you know. Not to belabor the point, but it's like a, a Mass Effect kind of inspired armor, and it just reminds me of the way that like weaponry attaches onto the like back thing on Ma- in mass effect you know mm-hmm. like in the most yeah. efficient way you can so like on the left side it's the laser cannon pointed down and then he's got his <laughs> mace and then he's got a rifle in between that you know mm-hmm. decked out dude yes uh all right so i imagine you make your way back into the receiving bay and you know, there's really only one set of doors to go, unless y'all just want to leave Arellos at this point. Yeah, I think we're yeah, done, no, right? No, we finished it. Not um, not if not if there's a chance that my pops is here. Well, let's talk for just a second. Uh, did uh, Rune Warden fellow Garand, uh, whatever his name was, he said that the, there was a power core. Maybe we want to keep the Rune drive out of everyone's hands, yeah? And he, she kind of looks over at Sedona and um, Zeno in particular. And what, uh, please elaborate. What, what is it that you are suggesting, Ziva? Maybe we can, once we've finished all the doings that we need to do, if we've got to get rid of it completely, we can set the power core to explode, take this whole fucking place out. We're really good at that. If you remember, we're good at bringing down Aslanti establishments. So, Ziva, he, here's the thing, okay? I I saw the entirety of Skydock in the drift. As far as I know, my home is gone because of that tech. If there's something that can replace it to where that type shit can't happen... If we can bring it back and it, that, that becomes the new norm, that's the new standard, like... To where, to where pieces of, of our world aren't being torn out just to be able to travel quickly? Like, I, I don't know. Like, in the right hands, it could be a good thing. I have to agree completely with Felino on this. I couldn't have said it better myself. This is a, a, a piece of technology that should not be destroyed. We need to use it and harness it. 
Well, I'm really glad I brought this up because I completely thought you thought the other ways, you know. So, okay, this is good. This no, is he, good to look, know. Okay, I'm not a smart man, but I know he spent the better part of his life trying to find a better way to travel through the drift than ripping bits of bits and bobs of universes out, right? Thank you, Mike. Uh, is that, I, did I sum it up right? Yes, you did a right, fantastic right, job. Cool. Wonderful. I I have to agree. We need to recover the rune drive. Okay. Destroy it is a last-ditch effort. Yeah, I mean, if if it comes down to it, then yeah, but... Sedona kind of pipes up. She's like, Well, well, I agree that this technology has potential uses that could far surpass drift technology and could be safer. I will say that it is far more important that the Aslanti do not understand or get this technology. I will not stop you from keeping it, but I will do everything in my power to keep the Aslanti from getting it, even if that means in the effort we have to destroy it. Yeah, I kind of think we're all on the same page on that, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Except the Captain Killer! I'm sorry, no. <laughs> sorry. Emily was confused. Ziva was on point, I guess. Uh, Emily no, thought, that's a good, no, no, I no, thought that, the end goal was to no, destroy it. It's, no, oh, I no, think that's a good, it's a good question to raise yeah, to the party. Very important you know, thing for to sure. clarify. Yeah. So, hey, we're here. Before we do this thing, let's talk about it's, what, it's what are we doing? kind of like <laughs> the main theme of the AP, you know? <laughs> And the whole, the, this whole time though, I was 100% certain, like, our end goal was to destroy this technology so ah, that it couldn't to, be used. To make the world oh, a better yeah. place. It's to give the universe its own bullet train. It may, runs look, on electric it may have power. Been, but considering all the things that we saw in the drift on the way to our it's probably got everybody thinking about the real physical cost of drift travel. You know what I mean? This Absolutely. is pieces of their past, like, things that they yeah. remember that are now here taken and placed into this yes. realm i mean that's- on, yes on top of that if if in fact the entirety of skydock has been ripped out by drift travel that will absolutely ruin versus its economy you know that's that's its main spaceport that's how most want, goods come and go you know one thing that i want to clarify or reiterate or whatever is that the things that you guys saw in the drift everybody saw or could have seen with the exception of skydock skydock was a fleeting image only seen by fell even terry didn't recognize or see or you know register skydock that was something very specific to fell mm-hmm. uh the the rest of the stuff that you saw that everybody saw others could have seen it and it was there and it didn't go away it was there when you looked at it and didn't like disappear after you blinked your eyes or shook your head only the sky dock was fleeting just yeah, to well, kind of but i mean phil is absolutely right said, yeah. in 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 his in where he's what he's talking about yeah. and what he's feeling like that's his home and he saw it whether or not the rest of you or not he saw it yeah to be yeah. fair, everybody liked what they saw in the drift, and I didn't really like what I saw, so that's why I didn't really care. So what? Everybody liked <laughs> what they saw? They liked uh, it. No, no, no. Sorry. Like, it had a... I don't know. 
It was bad news for everybody. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Definitely it not. Bad. It was all That's bad. Wrong. It was across the it board. It was all bad. bad. It was literally all bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all bad. Everything sucked. <laughs> as, looking at it from a different point, sorry. As for the rune drive, as an android, I have been gifted a long lifespan. Even then, I would die before losing the chance at obtaining this opportunity. I mean... What's more tragic, to die before reaching your goal, or living forever to learn you can't reach them in the first place? It's quite poetic. Yeah, well said, Zeno. Alright, so, anyway, we got a job to do. What job is that? I don't remember. Destroy the room drive! <laughs> Destroy the room drive! Destroy the room drive! <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad we had this chat. This was a good come yeah. come together conversation. Uh, now let's go destroy. No, save the ruin drive. Yes. Unless we have to destroy it. Unless, of course, we have to destroy it. So at this point, do we need to decide? I'm assuming there's several rooms and points in this facility available to us. Like, what's our next priority, right? There's only one set of doors. Oh, yeah. okay. Right now. They lead directly into the or towards the dorms and the power core, mm-hmm. and then from there, we can take the stairs to the flight control. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? That's correct. You know what? That's that's really that's really correct. And I know that that's a lot. There's a lot to take in here, right? There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to consider. So we'll see. Okay. Oh, oh, that's not oh, what I thought you were going with. It. No, that, that's we'll see you, the, Adam. We'll see the you. Tactic. Uh, we'll see you. We've had in the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> they can't all be. They can't all be clear. Well, you've been making yeah. a real go of it. Real. Fifty-five. See you next okay. week, everyone. I, I, I need a break. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll see you. You guys did great. It only gets harder from here. To destroy the road! Oh, destroy no. the road! Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's gonna turn into a theme now. It's like every time it's like, all right, let's go destroy this thing. So, no, no, goddammit, we're not destroying. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.